through what an awesome song that brings us to this point in our worship service today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you have given us this wonderful opportunity to come together and to examine together your word. Right now, dear God, there's a spirit of fatigue that is gripping the land. And God, I thank you that you have encouraged us through the psalmist Karen Brown. Don't let go. God, there are so many of us who have fought this good fight. We started out doing all of the things that we were asked to do. We started out trying, dear God, but right now fatigue and the change of seasons has come along to impact us. Many people are struggling in their own homes. Seasonal affective disorder, depression and sadness is trying to grip us gray and rainy days. But God, we come against it with your word right now in the power of Jesus Christ. We come declaring, dear God, that we shall not be gripped by the spirit of fatigue. No matter what name we give it, no matter what we call it, God, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Thank you, God, for your word on today. In Jesus' name, all of those who love the Lord said amen. I just want to share with you some passages today that I believe are helpful for us. And I want to thank the psalmist. I want to thank Karen Brown for sharing with us Don't Let Go a wonderful song that encourages our heart at this particular season that helps us as we are facing uh, the seasons and the change of seasons. Today is also the time that we've changed the time, so it's going to have an impact on us physically. So I wanted to deal with that as we look at this particular passage and we look at the Word of God. And there's no particular one passage that I want to focus on today. So you might want to get your Bibles, you might want to get a pen and a piece of paper and just kind of write these down as we walk through them uh, in an instructional manner, if you will, to share in God's word. I have been hearing words like tired, exhausted, drained, worn out, or worn down. And even though these are common words in our vocabulary on a regular basis, I have heard them more and more from people around me in recent days, weeks, and months as we are approaching the fall and the winter. Typically, it is because we are experiencing the change of seasons, but couple that with the COVID-19 virus and the limitations and restrictions that are being placed on us, many of us are experiencing what is now being labeled as COVID fatigue. As a matter of fact, many people are experiencing the post-traumatic stress syndrome of being cut off and confined, placed in their homes and kept away from their loved ones for extended periods of time for over five to seven months. Many of us have not seen grandchildren. We have not hung around with our friends. We've not even seen our brothers and sisters and little or none of us have been able to go to church where we often have our spirit lifted and have ourselves charged up and renewed over and over again. It is this kind of thing that we face and fatigue that often gets us to the point where we grow weary and we begin to give up. But there are other things that you couple on top of this, the tiredness that comes from often trying to do everything at certain hours, going to the grocery store on a schedule or off schedule so that you're not around a lot of people. We're worn out 
from wearing masks and not being able to freely attend worship services or other services without worry. We are drained by the indecisive political discourse and negativity of leaders that seem not to have concern for the people they claim to be concerned about. We are exhausted from the lack of response to the COVID-19 pandemic and the rules of engagement seem to be changing day in and day out. All of these things will wear you down, which brings me to a point in this message. That is the tool of the enemy. When he cannot get you all at once, the enemy who is seeking to destroy and to devour, going to and fro, when he cannot get you all at once and consume you, he tries to walk you down slowly and wear you down. Many of us were strong in the month of March. We were able in the month of April. We may have been strong in the month of May, if you see where I'm going. We were still jovial in June and July. But oh, when August came, something began to happen when we realized that the summer had passed us by and we didn't get a chance to do all of the things that we wanted to do. And then we made it to the month of September and now October is leaving us and November is upon us. And we recognize that the year is almost gone and we have not enjoyed the things that we typically enjoy. Where we were strong in the early days, we've gotten lower and weaker in the latter days. But I came to day to tell you that there is a word from the Lord and you can't afford to get weary right here and right now. It is through weariness that the enemy gets you to do things that you normally would not do by letting your guard down and allowing yourself to go and do things that are not good but because you are at the point of weariness and you just want to connect with people, it may be the thing that costs you the most. So I need you to be vigilant. I need you to be strong. I need you to stand guard. I need you to get your strength from the Lord because the Bible says when I am weak, that's when he is strong. So I'm not trying to do this in my own strength. I need to get strength and help and hope from the Lord. That's why the psalmist reminds us in Psalm 73, 26, says my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Here's what I'd like to say. God knew that we would get weak. Lord, help me in here. God knew that we would get weary. He knew that there would be times in our life when we could not fight the battles in our own strength. That's important because many of us experience this and we are often weak, but when we are weak, the Lord is strong. He says, my flesh and my heart may fail. That's what he says, Psalm 73, 26. He said, my flesh and my heart may fail. I get tired, y'all. I, I, I hate to tell y'all. I know, I know when you're sitting out there in TV land, when you're sitting out there on the internet, when you're looking at Facebook, when you're looking at YouTube, you think we never get tired. We just get up and we go. But I need to tell you, pastors get tired too. Daddies get tired too. Men get tired too. But here's what we have to learn to do. We need to turn to God when we get tired. That's why don't you give up. Don't you get fatigued. Don't you get to the point that you don't always have a a mask within arm's reach of you. Don't you get to the point where you don't have some sanitizer around. Don't you get to the point where you start going to the party and just say, oh, I don't care what nobody say. I'm going to have a good time. Don't you go out this Christmas. Don't you gather in your house at Thanksgiving. Trust in God and wait on the Lord. Here's what we got to do. We got to understand that we get weak. We get weak. The Lord left us word for weakness. Here's what he says to us. Look, 
my flesh, that's me, my flesh, my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He's always there for me. Well, there's another passage I need to say and share with you in Psalm 42. The rhetorical question is asked, why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Another part of weariness is our emotions and our own mind play tricks on us. That's right. Uh, our emotions and our own mind plays a trick on us. We'll start saying to ourselves, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of this. I've had enough of this. Why art thou disquieted? Why art thou cast down? Here's what the psalmist goes on to say. Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. In other words, all I need is for the Lord to show up in this situation. And if I create the atmosphere, Lord help me, if I invite him in, if I just set a little praise off in the atmosphere, his countenance is enough to help me to see the good things that he has done. Here I am thinking about the stuff that I can't do, but I need to bless God for the things he still gives me strength to do. I need to thank God for things being as well as they are so that I don't focus on what's not happening, but I thank him for what has not happened in my life. Here's what I got to do. I got to learn how to invite God into my weary situation. I got to invite the Lord into my weary situation. The enemy uses weariness, the subtlety of weariness as a tactic so he can walk us down. He loosens uh, uh, our, our guard and, and we lose a sense of pleasure and we no longer receive joy from the things that brought us joy. The enemy's trying to let things take longer. He makes us try to think this thing is taking too long. And when it gets in our head that it's taking too long, we start putting things in our own hands to try to work it out ourselves. In other words, they haven't found a vaccine. In other words, they haven't, this hadn't worked, that hadn't worked. I'm just going to go and do what I got to do. And if I get it, I get it. Don't you let that creep into your spirit. And then the enemy also tries to cut off days that he's not in charge of. Uh, a lot of people walking around already talking about Christmas just ain't going to be Christmas this year. Thanksgiving just ain't going to be Thanksgiving this year. Uh, can I help somebody in here? Christmas never has been about the stuff that we made it about anyway. Thanksgiving has always been about giving God thanks. Do you know how many people I need in my room, in my kitchen, in my den, in my house in order to give God thanks? I don't need but one person in there. And if anybody else joined me, that just makes it a real good party. But if I had any witnesses in here today, if you're just one individual right where you are, if you can't even say a word, the old saints used to say, I would just wave my hand. You can give God thanks all by yourself wherever you are. Thanksgiving is about looking at what the Lord has done for you and giving him thanks. It's not about the crowds that are around you. Matter of fact, the bigger the crowd, the more dishes you got to wash. And don't nobody want to like wash dishes, no way. Uh, here's what happens. We get our mind off of the goodness of God and start thinking about what the enemy tries to get us focused on. Your life is limited. You, you're not going to have a big Christmas this year. I'm going to have a big Christmas anyway. Because Jesus is too big not to celebrate. When I think about the Savior coming into the world and saving our souls, how can we not celebrate the advent and coming of Christ? 
Well, I got to keep going. But here's what the enemy does. The enemy tries to depress you, tries to weigh heavily on you, tries to give you this gloom and doom outlook. And then you begin to say about your own life what the enemy is trying to get you to say. Psalm 73, here's what it says. Take hold of God's strength. Watch this. Yet I am always with you. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you will take me into glory. In other words, whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful. But as for me, it is good to be near to God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge, and I will tell of all of your deeds. The closer I am to God, the better off I am. And when I'm with God and in his presence, he comforts me and guides me and reminds me. He walks with me. He talks with me, tells me I am his own. Here's what you got to do. You got to reject the excuses from outside and even the stuff from inside. Sometimes your own mind will play tricks on you. I know I'm fed up. I'm so glad Tuesday coming. Whoo, Lord, I'm glad. But when Tuesday leaves, I got something to shout about on Wednesday. No matter who wins the election, God is still in control. The Lord is the keeper of my life. He watches over and protects me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. In other words, we've got to stop visualizing and verbalizing defeat. Uh-huh. What we start doing is we start, some of us have looked at Christmas already. I'm not going to buy that much stuff this year. I'm not going to do all that stuff. Well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have been doing it in the beginning. I don't know. But here's what we got to do. We got to learn to stop visualizing and verbalizing premature defeats. Uh, I believe that there are times you got to do what the Word says, and my mother was good at this. Uh, uh, the Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. Uh-huh. When, when she would lose strength as the disease that had gripped her body was taking her strength away, little by little, the doctor would give me landmarks and say, in three months, and six months, and one year, look for these things. But the weaker she got, the stronger she became. The weaker her flesh got, the stronger her mind got. The slower her words became, she began to have one word to verbalize everything that she was feeling. Uh, I could say, I love you, but she couldn't say, I love you back. She would just say, more. In other words, she couldn't say, I love you more, but she could say more. And then she could not say, let the weak now say, I'm strong. 
she could just say, strong. I wish I had somebody in here. Every now and then, even if you can't say a word, you ought to just say, you know. I wish I had somebody. You got to quit verbalizing and visualizing and start saying what the Lord had already said. The Bible said when David faced defeat, he said, I got to encourage myself. Who do I have in here today that has learned that even in the midst of all of the gloom and the doom and the sadness and depression to encourage yourself in the Lord. Watch this. I got to get out of your way. Ask the Lord for what you need. John 16, 24. I like this. Ask the Lord for what you need. He says this. I, I, I read this and over and over again. He says, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ah, that means that you have been dealing with these conditions and not praying about what you've been dealing with. You've been allowing things to happen and just accepting them as they come. But here's what he said. Until now, you've asked for nothing in my name. He goes on to say, but ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. I wish I had somebody in here. You better quit letting stuff come at you and not asking the Lord to turn that thing around. You have been accepting what happens, but instead of accepting it, ask God to fill you with joy. John 16, 24, read it for yourself. He said, until now you've asked nothing. You, you, you didn't even... You hadn't even talked to me about it. You hadn't even prayed. You, you stopped believing what could happen. But I want the Lord to increase my joy. I wish somebody would just text that, type that, and tweet that. Lord, increase my joy. I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, everybody's not coming from out of town for Christmas. Increase my joy. I know the Thanksgiving table going to be thin. Increase my joy. Lord, you be what you said you are in the word. Be the glory and the lifter up of my head. God, I'm experiencing fatigue and weariness in a way that is real. Thank you, Pastor, for acknowledging that today because I was feeling it and I didn't want to tell nobody about it. I thought it was just me, but can I tell you, it's everybody who's watching today. At some point, all of us have gotten fatigued, tired, worn out. We just fed up. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired, but here's what I need to give you. There's strength for the weary in the Word of God, but you got to learn how to get yourself in the right attitude and position to receive what God wants you to have. Well, I got to keep moving. But I got a few more things I want to share with you because the enemy tries to get you to believe and repeat what he said. But I got to give you something else that even every, every now and then you, you got to separate yourself from folk who don't want to come out of the darkness and the depression. Uh, I, I just learned that, that uh, I can't tolerate uh, 45. I just learned that I can't tolerate 45. And, and prayerfully, just, prayer, just prayerfully, a few more days, uh, we won't have to deal with that. Uh, so I, I quit putting myself through it because even when I try to stomach it, even when I try to watch it, inevitably, uh, that man going to say something that's going to just make me just, just I don't know how I'm going to feel. Uh, I'll, 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 it's, I, I know this going out. I don't want to say it because I might say the wrong word and 
Y'all will be saying, Pastor, you shouldn't have said that word, uh, but, but I, I, Lord, you, you know, you know. I just, I'm just going to say, you know, you know. Uh, so I've learned to separate myself from the stuff that drains my battery. Uh, I've learned to separate myself from the stuff that drains me. It drains me to listen to him. It drains me to listen to political leaders who get evidence and, and they have documents and they have studies that show that masking orders would save 100,000 or more lives, but they say we want to grant people their liberties and we don't want to force people to do this, that, or the other, but yet all the time they are predicting that the surge is here and it's going to crowd our hospitals, uh, the lack of political courage, the lack of empathy and caring for people enough to go against your own political party and convictions to save lives, that, that kind of drains my battery. So when I get in the place where they're about to share something, I have to kind of tune them out because I find myself getting frustrated and fed up. And, and sometimes you got to separate stuff that ain't meant to be together. Lord help real quick. I got to give this to you. I was in Nashville, a uh, uh, pre-COVID kind of thing some time ago when I was there and, and there was a young lady lady at the front desk of the hotel that I was staying in and I kept coming down there saying to her y'all keep giving me bad room keys they would give me those electronic keys and I would swipe that thing and it would inevitably say wrong key or, or key invalid or come up red on the little thing right there so I would get frustrated and I would go back downstairs and she said uh, no it's the right key because I programmed it myself and I made sure I put the right room number in there. She said, but it may be the way you're storing the key. I said, well, what do you mean? She said, uh, do you have a cell phone? I said, yeah, I do. She said, can I see it? I said, yeah. And I had a pouch on my cell phone and I would put the key in the pouch. She said, there's a problem right there. She said, this cell phone demagnetizes the key and it drains the power from the key and it will not work if you put it too close to your cell phone. I said, okay, okay, that don't sound right, but go ahead, I'll take your word. This time when she gave me the key, I kept it separated from the phone. I went right up to the room and it worked. And I said, wow, she was right. When you put this key too close to this phone, it drains the key and it is not able to function the way it's supposed to function. I learned that, that you, no matter how saved you are, no matter how super or holy you might think you are, when you get too close to some of the wrong folk, they drain you. They drain you of your power. They drain you of your hopefulness. They drain you of your enthusiasm. They drain you of your positive outlook. You need to learn how to separate yourself from some folk. The people who ain't going to do right, let them do what they want to do. But as for me and my house, we are going to serve God and stay safe. I got to run. I got to run. But here's what you got to do. You got to increase your joy. You got to stop verbalizing what, you're try what the enemy's trying to get you to visualize. You got to encourage yourself. Can I give you one last one? Please watch this. Watch those sudden, unplanned, sporadic behaviors. Uh-huh. It's the spontaneity of stuff that you don't think through that's getting a lot of folk in trouble. Wall Street Journal had an article of a woman who had been doing everything right throughout the COVID season, everything. It even says she microwaved the newspaper. Check it out, it was just this past week. They said she was so concerned 
But until one day, the COVID fatigue was so heavy upon her that she said, I'm just going to pack up, take my kids and my husband. We're going to get in the car, and we're going to go on a trip. Without thinking about it, she planned as much as she could. But what she did not realize was that when she got to the destination of the trip, they had not been as careful as she had been. It is not always you that we're concerned about. You see, the enemy knows that you've been trying to be faithful, but he will send you into an unfaithful territory. He will let you let your guard down and talk you into letting your guard down, and you'll do some unplanned stuff and find yourself in a space that God never wanted you to be in. That's why you got to resist those unplanned behaviors. Well, lest I leave you, lest I bore you, let me give you this one passage that I believe will encourage you. It's familiar, but it's written for weary folk. Here's what it says. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint, nor does he grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths, the people who are being impacted the most right now between 18 and 34, shall faint and grow weary. And young men, 35 to 55, shall fall exhausted. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Here's what I want to leave you with. Don't grow weary. That's too much on the line right now you to get weary now. This journey started off suddenly for many of us, and we were worn down midway through, and it's getting more difficult by the day. Man, we love to have big Christmas. Oh, man, we love to have big Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, we love to invite people into our church at Thanksgiving and feed them. But just because we can't do it that way doesn't mean God doesn't give us a way to do it, a wise way to do it. Can I share with you something? If you're feeling weary, if you're feeling the fatigue of COVID-19, seasonal affective disorder, there are hotlines all over. Talk it over with someone. Don't let depression grip you. Don't let sadness and weariness move into your home and your heart. Trust in the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. He will strengthen your heart. I want to pray with you. And our staff is going to put information on the screen of how you can unite with this church. This is so important. I want each of you to survive. I need you to survive. 
I want you to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So don't get weary. One super spreader event, one party, one moment of letting your guard down, one moment of weariness can be too much to pay the price for. Pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to overcome the weariness brought on by the change of seasons. Help us to overcome the weariness that is being brought on by the COVID-19 virus that is prolonged and lingering in the land. Many people have grown tired, God. They're just at a point now that it's just tiring. It's draining. It's wearing them down. These are all tactics and tools of the enemy. But Father, you said if we would wait on you, in other words, if we would continue to talk with you, if we would continue to serve you, continue to pray, we've asked nothing in your name. That's what the word reminded us of. You said, but if you ask it in your name, you would do it. You would make our joy full. Our homes may be empty, but our joy can be full. Our tables, dear God, may have food around it just for a few people, but our joy can be overflowing. Thank you, Lord, that you are our strength. Thank you that you are our keeper. Thank you, God, that when I get tired, I get weary in my flesh. I get tired, I get weary in my heart. Thank you that you're my strength. Be my strength, God, sometimes in places where I can't and don't even realize I don't have strength. I don't want to make any decisions. I don't want to invite anything into my life or into the life of my family, dear God, where it could have consequences. Help me to keep from growing weary in this season. Make me wise, make me vigilant. And then, dear God, for those who just want to come back to church. Lord, I, I, I know, I know, they want to come back. I get calls every day. But God, give us a joy, a comfort in our places of worship at home. Fill us with your presence. Let the overpowering presence of your Holy Spirit, your countenance, let it shine in that room where we are right now. God, there will be a time when we'll gather again, but keep us safe and keep us strong. Strengthen us. The enemy's slow walking us. He's trying to wear us down. Then he sends people around us, and we all got a friend or two that have gone back to church, and they want to remind us, show us how to separate from that thing that's draining our power, that's not encouraging for our journey. In Jesus' name, all of those who love the Lord said amen. God bless you and thank you again for inviting us as we attempt to usher God's house into your house. I would ask that you would tune in every week. We'll be right here until further notice. And when it is safe to gather again, we will. But until that time, stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. God bless you. God keep you.